Good evening. We're ready to get started. We're five lines from the bottom of Lamed Aleph, Lamed Beis. I'm going to finish Maseches Megillah by learning Daf Lamed Beis. A special thank you to Rob Cohn for sponsoring uh, the seam tonight, which is uh, adorning the table here. This last blot has a couple of very interesting shitas, uh, some that we should just have in our back pocket for good for good dialogue. The first one is the most interesting. Tan Rabban and the rabbis have taught us. Wherever you finish laning at Shachris on Shabbos morning, Sham Korin Bimincha, right? So you pick up at the beginning of the next week's Parsha at Mincha. And here's where it gets unique. Bimincha, wherever you finish laning at Mincha on Shabbos, so then Sham Korin Bisheni, then on Monday, you'll lane the second Aliyah of that week's Parsha. And Bisheni, wherever you finish on Monday, Sham Korin Bichamishi, then on Thursday when you lane, you'll lane Shlishi. And Bechamishi, uh, whatever you lane on that day, you're going to lane Shlishi, Sham Korin Le Shabbos Habodivi Rebbe. Very, very, very interesting breakdown of the Psukim, at least for one question, which is how did you lane on Shabbos? Did you only lane four Aliyahs and divide them by seven? That's a little interesting. Okay, fine. Or did they finish the Parsha and the Every other, week, every other week, they did a parsha. No, no. Yeah. Well, no. Lab dafka because to Hirsch's point, we know that in in the in that there was a time when they didn't finish the whole sefer every year. We saw. This, right. this is the source. Right. We saw it like two days ago. Yeah, we just saw it. So it could be. I, and I don't think it's brought anywhere else. I looked like the source of Yeah, might be the only Marmako. Anyways, that's Rav Mayer. We clearly don't paskin like him. We paskin like the next Shita. Whatever we finish reading on Shabbos morning, that informs all of the subsequent Kriyosa Torah until the next Shabbos. Sham, from there, then you will be reading from that point, namely Rishon of next week's Parsha, is what you'll lane by Shabbos Mincha, and then Monday, Thursday, and then again the next Shabbos, that's what you'll read. Omer Rebzeira, Rebzeira Paskins, uh, Paskins the Shaila for us. Halacha, what is the halacha? <coughs> that uh, it's like like the Shita Rabbi Yehuda. Malcolm Shemav Sikim Shabbos Shachris Sham Korim B'Mincha V'Sheni U'V'Chamishu L'Shabbos Habah. Like we paskin, what is strange about this is that he doesn't say the simple option of just saying we paskin like Rabbi Yehuda. He quoted the whole Shita of Rabbi Yehuda and said, "Oh yeah, yeah, it's whatever you finish on Shabbos morning, then that's what that informs for us what we do on Shabbos afternoon and." Monday, Thursday. So it says the Gemara, Vulema Halacha Krebihuda. What do you got to give a whole Arichlis for? Just say, We Paskan like Krebihuda. So it says the Gemara on the very last Amud, Rab Maseches Megillah Lamud Beis Amud Aleph at the top, Mishum de Afkilahu, because their sheets has got switched around. Top Rashi, Rashi says, Dibur Hamaskal Mishum de Afkilahu, the Rab Meir, the Rebihuda, Udrebihuda, the Rab Meir. The naming of who said what was was flipped around. So Reb Zera knew that there was a confusion about that. So he didn't want to say the halachas like Rabbi Yehuda because someone would be like, oh, the Rabbi Yehuda of the other way, which is incorrect. So he said the shita instead of the person's name. And similarly, where, the, where there's the machlokas or Meir Rabbi Yehuda, we as well have... <clears throat> Uh, we as well have uh, another machlokes here and another sugya. This is an important sugya in halacha. How do you, uh, what do you do when you walk up to the Torah to get an aliyah? So the Gemara says in the name of a brisa, poseach, you open the Torah, veroa, you have to see the ksav, golel, you close it again, umivarech, and then you make the bracha, vechozer poseach, vekore, then you open it up again, and then you read divir namely, when you're making your a bracha for your aliyah, you have to keep the Sefer Torah closed during the bracha itself. Everything else is open. However, Rabbi Huda doesn't say that way. Rabbi Huda Omer, you don't need to close it. You open it, you see it, you make the bracha, and you, you read the Torah. No aliyah. 
What? That's how we do it. That's how. Uh, well, well, we'll get to it. Hold on, we'll get to Psak in a minute. Hold on, we'll get to Psak in a minute. Whoa, whoa, yeah. That's how I do it. Also, it's the sheets of the Gra and, and other postgames that we don't close. That is true, but the Mishnah Brura does say, um, what was his language? Pashte uh, Denara Pashte. What was that line? Um, so you don't think that the brook was in the tower? No, no, no. Uh, I can't remember the language that he uses, but basically, whatever you. Nara Pashte. Nara Unara Pashte. That's the line. Is it whatever, whichever way the river goes is what you do? In other words, whatever the Minigamakam is, is what you do. So that these are the two sheetas. Now, my time at Dirav Mayor. Why did Rav Meir require the closing of the Sefer Torah when making the bracha? This is such a strange concern. Kid'ula, like the opinion of Ula. To Amar Ula, that in, a, in another area we have this concern. Why do we say that the Balkore, Hakore Torah, Lo He cannot help the person who's doing the Aramaic translation. Why don't we allow the Balkore to do that? We don't want anyone to think that there's a Pasuk in Hebrew and then the next Pasuk is the Aramaic translation. We don't want anyone to think that. So Hachanami, here in regards to getting an Aliyah, we don't want to have anyone say the following. What kind of Amaratzis is that? Whoever would think that way. So today that's probably true. Like I literally guide families to say amen to brachos and bris. It's total amaratzis. And I could imagine that if we had a guest in Shul, he'd say like, are they reading from the Torah now? The man on the right, is he reading from the Torah? I could, I could see that question happening. That's not even unreasonable anymore. Ruth Mayer's concerns playing out because the amaratzis is so bad. You can have a guest in Shul like, why are they both reading from the Torah? But we'd say, no, the man on the right is not reading from the Torah. He's blessing the Torah. So that's why Rav Meir said you have to keep it closed. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So Rav Meir says that as long as you close the Torah, then there's no chashash. That then the guy who's your, your secular guest who's there, he would never ask the question because the Torah is closed. Fine. The Rabbi Yehuda. Why does Rabbi Yehuda say you're allowed to keep it open? Targum ikalimite. I agree with you that when it comes to targum, that someone might make this error and say like, oh, maybe it's actually in here. However, brachos leikalimite. When it comes to the actual brachos, the brachos atorah leikalimite. No one's going to make such a mistake. Okay, good. How do we paskin? Amar Abzera, Amar Masna halacha. The halacha is posech v'ro umevarach v'kore. You do not have to close it. Now, to be clear, the postgame and the rishonim here right? It doesn't mean you're not allowed to close it. It just means you're allowed to not close it. You can keep it open, but you don't have to. Um, fine. And then again, the same question as before. The lema halacha Yehuda. Why did Reb why was he so verbose? Reb should have said, the halacha is like Reb Yehuda. Just say the shorter version, says the Gemara, for the same reason as before, Mishum because people had mixed up the shitas, and because people had mixed up the shitas, we were therefore concerned that Someone would make a mistake and think that you're mechuyav to close the Torah, and that's not correct. You are allowed to keep it open. Okay. Haluchos vehabimos. Luchos are boards, and bimos are tables or stages. Ein bahemishum kedusha. What a gorgeous Rashi. I love the humility. Fourth line. Dibur hamaskal haluchos. Lo yodati mahein. I don't know what he's talking about. Rashi says about the Gemara, I'm not sure. Some say, these are like the covers of our books. They're like hard covers of books that people use so that the books have some stability to them. They're just a book cover, but it's not actually a part of the book, which is a good Shiloh. We would never have assumed that a cover is separate of a book. We would never have made such an assumption. When you do Geniza, you cut the cover of the book off. No, you bury the whole book. 
Oh, so it's a very interesting Habamina. But anyways, the Luchos and the Bimos, the Bimos, Rashi says, was a stage that kings would stand on. So then, what's the din? Ein bahem ishum kedusha, they have no halachic status. The only reason this line is here is because Reb was quoted twice earlier, so it's just the third line by him, but contextually, it's kind of out of place. Next, Amar of Shvat, Yom Rav Yochanan, we're going to have, I believe, five comments from him. Here's number one. Hagol sefer Torah, amidenu al hatefer. When one is doing uh, Galila and Hagbar, it's really referring to Hagbar here. So then you should make sure that there is a thread, that there is the thread line there, the tefer, the stitching line of the Torah, where the two sheets meet, meet that there should be, uh, that should be showing. Bamar of Shvat, Yomar of Yochanan, his second line. Agolo Sefer Torah, when one's rolling a Sefer Torah, Gololomi Bachutz, we first grab the outer part of the scroll, the Ein Gololomi Bifnim, and we don't uh, grab the inner part of the scroll. So the, what this means is like, let's say that the, the Torah is kind of uh, laying uh, in your lap, this is the example that Rashi gives, and the scrolls are oriented this way. So like the Torah, you're not reading it, you're just rolling. It. So there's one that's closer to your body, so that's not going to fall. So you roll from the outer one inward so that things don't fall. That's the first part of his comment here. However, uh, once it's tight, when you're at the last phase, when you're really just getting a real good, you're getting the cloth to be really tight, then it, then it says, uh, at that point, it's closer to your body. We're not afraid it's going to fall. You can be mahadik from the inner one because as Rashi highlights, we don't want your hands to extend over the text. That's not right. If you have 10 Jews who are reading Torah, this is actually... Uh, a turn of phrase. It doesn't mean there are 10 people reading the Torah. It means that 10 people are, are in Shul to hear Torah reading. The greatest of them, that's the one who should be doing Hagba. I told her by Shechter, no more of this getting Shlishi stuff. You got it. You got to, you know, all by the way, the Hasidic Rebbe's, they do this all the time. Rabbi Eichenstein. Yeah, they do both. They do both. So the story that somebody said was it someone in this room? Maybe not. Someone told the story to Ray Robinson this morning and he, he concurred that Rav Shlomo Zaman Orbach said, why doesn't anybody ever give me Hagba? I'm actually, she's nice, but why doesn't anybody ever give me Hagba? So Hagba is, is considered uh, great. In fact, says the Gemara, Hagololo, the one who does the Hagba, the one who rolls up the Torah, no tells Schar Kulan, he takes everybody else's Schar. And the Gemara says, Dalma Rabbi Shubin Levi, Asar Shakara Torah. When you have 10 Jews in the room and the Torah is being read, Agolo Sefer Torah, keep El Schar Kulan. The Gemara does not, well, I get to take your Schar if I get Hagba, that's ridiculous. Says the Gemara, Schar Kulan, Sal you really get to take somebody else's schar. That's not right. Really, what it should say is kibel schar keneged kulam. Is that he gets schar equivalent to everybody else in the room. So let's say that everyone in the room, uh, you you get ten points and you get hundred points and you get eighty points. I get all of that if I do hagba. You get all of that if you do hagba. That's what the gemara means. Next comment, halfway down, a little bit more. Amar of Yochanan. What? Says, uh, so he says, How do we know that we're allowed to utilize a baskel? That's very strange. We are. We should be familiar with shas from many places. So here, what? Oh, that's a good, I didn't even think about that. So it says Rashi in the middle of the page, to say yes, O love. So he's thinking something in his heart and he hears yes or he hears love. He's allowed to listen. This isn't some type of sorcery. One who has tapped in, I don't know, again, we don't know the, the exact parameters, but it could be that one would then 
be um, eligible to listen, but there are parameters. How do we know that it's allowed in the first place? Your ears have heard something from behind you that you can listen to. However, it depends on what you hear, on what tone of voice you hear. Says the Gemara, that if you're in the city, you hear the voice of a man, and you hear the voice of a woman if you are not in the city, but you're in the wild, you're in the desert, then you have to hear the word, the word of a voice. Not only that, another parameter. Hin hin. When the when it's when this voice says yes, it says yes twice. And vuhud amar lav lav. Or if it's saying no, it'll say no twice. So then you know you're actually hearing a bas call. Oh, Good stuff. Somebody will call me when. Well, actually, um, Rob sponsored. I think he's going to end up doing the actual scene. But Rob, does everyone want to be here for the scene? Should we yeah. get you? Yeah, please, because I we'll want, put... want to say the tightness thing, and then he'll do the. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. Says the Gemara, two thirds of the way down. That uh, anyone who reads the Torah below Naima, Rashi says, we're speaking about trap, about the cancellation marks, the Shona below Zimra, and they're learning, but without a sing song to their voice. I've given them laws that aren't even good. They're not even singing my Torah. It's a Shira. We should be singing the Torah. Says the Gemara, hold on one second. Because someone doesn't know how to have a sweet voice. Therefore, we should say about him that it's like the laws are not even alive by him. That's a little sharp. Some people don't have good voices. And if they're just not singing, you're going to get a give them a big onish because of that. That's not right. Ella, therefore, this pasuk doesn't apply to this idea of not singing. Ella Kedrav Masharshia. To Amar, he says, If you have two Talmud Chachamim who live in the same city, and they don't align with one another in halacha, they don't have to agree, but they're they're fighting. They're not, they don't get along. Uh, they don't talk and learning. <coughs> That's where the pasuk applies. That those are the people about whom we say that the Torah is not good by them. Okay. Anyone who grasps the Sefer Torah Arum, Nikbar Arum, will be buried without Tachrich and they'll be buried Arum. What does Arum mean in regards to the Sefer Torah? So Rashi says about 15 lines from the bottom, Dibra Maskal, Arum, Belomit Pachas, Sabi Sefer Torah. You're touching the cloth directly as opposed to touching it through something. We know that we're very mocked on that by the Navi scrolls, we don't have such a din. But by a Sefer Torah, you're not allowed to touch the cloth. And even if you want to touch the cloth, you're not allowed to touch the cloth. So you, we use a talus, we use strings, you can use the yad, the pointer, you can use the gartel, but you're not allowed to touch the cloth. And if one does so, then nikbar arum, then they have an onesh of being buried arum. The Gemara says, arum sal Gosh, for eternity, they don't have tachrichen. That's not right. <clears throat> Ella, therefore, the Gemara says, Ella ima nikbar arum below mitzvos. It must therefore be that he is arum below mitzvos, that he loses all of his mitzvos, he gets buried with no mitzvos. That's also over the top, it's for touching the cloth. I mean, it's. I'm not saying it isn't severe. I'm just saying like, wow, you lived a whole life, but because you touched the cloth, you lose all your, it's just very sharp. Says the Gemara, below mitzvah, too much. The person will be buried, arum. what does arum mean? Without having fulfilled that particular mitzvah. Well, of course that's true because he violated that mitzvah. So what's the point of the line in the first place? So some of them, of course, I'm explaining, it's just showing you the intensity of the fact where you're giving sharp language, but uh, it's not, of course, you're going to, if you do something wrong, you can't have the check mark for having done something right. You did something wrong. So that's, of course, you're going to be buried without having uh, done that. But that's what the Gemara says. Very sharp. Listen to the generational names. Listen to the generational names. 
who is the child of Yanai Saba, Mishmei in the name of the Rabbi Yanai Raba, of the great Rabbi Yanai. So either three Talmud Rebbe, Rebbe, three, three in a row of Rabbi Yanai's, Mutab Tiglal Hamid Pachas, Ve'al Yegalel Sefer Torah. It's better to wrap the Torah in the strap than it is to roll the Torah into the strap. Does that make sense? So like if you have... Hold on, I'll be right back. <laughs> so the Havdu. This was the Torah. So if you are doing Hagba, it's better to take the string and wrap it around the Torah as opposed to taking the Torah and rolling it with the string. That's a chutzpah. That's just not nice. That's not the right way to do it. Do it the right way. And you take the gartel and you wrap it around however you wrap it around. That's the right way to do it. Five lines from the bottom. That, uh, that that's the right way to do it. Last little section of our Mishnah that we had learned, we said that we know that by each of the various holidays in the Jewish calendar that we have certain Kriyos HaTorah, certain Haftorahs. How do we know that that's true? So the Mishnah that we had learned said, that there's a mitzvah to read the Kriyos HaTorah, each Kriyos HaTorah in its right type. What does the Gemara have to say about that? Tanur Rabbanon. That Moshe made a rule, seemingly a formal din, that one is obligated to be shalin vidorshin, to ask and to learn, thank you very much, to ask and to learn with whatever holiday is going on. If it's Hilchos Pesach, you have to learn Hilchos Pesach. If it's Hilchos Atzeres, then you have to learn Hilchos Atzeres, that's Shavuos, and Hilchos Chag Bechag, one is then obligated to um, to learn the halachos of Sukkot on Sukkot. That brings us to the end of the Masechta, Baruch Hashem. Hadran Allah b'nei ha'ir, uslik Allah Maseches Megillah. Rabbi Shechter is going to give a very short on, on Maseches Tainus, and then if you would do the sim, then that would be great. And he will be here momentarily. Do you have the text? You have the Hadran in the back there? You should, yeah. All right. I'm just waiting for Rabbi Shechter. What? Rabbi Shechter is, but he's just going to do the Kriya. You'll just do the regular Megillah one. Yeah, whatever's there. Yeah. And he'll, on his own, he'll say it's on. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to do just Tainus. He'll do Megillah. Oh, you're doing a full CM on it? Oh, okay, fine. Yeah. And you'll do Megillah. Okay. I'm just, I'm just saying the, the end. I'm not doing a full CM. I'm going to do it when he does. Oh, great. Perfect. I'll do it together with him. Not like that. Sure. I'll keep you here all week. This year is long enough. <clears throat> well, where's, where's the end of time? This is, looks like the riff. Okay. Um, I want to thank uh, Rabbi Phil for giving me the opportunity to make uh, a seam here on Masatis Tainus. Um, there, is, there, there, there is amazing connection between Masatis Tainus and Masatis Megillah. You know, what, what, what's the order? What's the order? We, you know, everybody was ready to, you know, to do after Sukh. What's the order? The order is so Pashat. You know why Tainus comes after Megillah? Because Tainus Esther is why we got, is why there was a Purim story, because we fasted and we did Chuba. So these two Masechtas, of course, they go together. So I happen not to make a Sima Tainus. So thank you very much. Okay. Amar uh, Ula Bira. Hashem is going to make a circle for tzaddikim. Hashem is going to sit in the middle of the circle. Each one is going to point with his finger. They're going to say, this is our God. We 
looked with hope to him, this Hashem who we looked to with hope, Right, Rob. Yeah, the whole Hadron and Kadesh afterward. If you want, if I want, you can ask someone else to do the Kadesh. Oh yeah, sure. Whatever you want, it's your party. Nah, it's not. <laughs> Actually, it literally is your party. <laughs> Hadron Allah Masakas Magila of Hadrachalan, Danta Allah Masakas Magila of Dantahalan, Lo Nishnase Minan, Masakas Magila below Tisha Minan, Lo Dalma Hadain below Balma Dase, Hadron Allah Masakas Magila Hadrachalan, Danta Allah Masakas Magila of Dantahalan, Lo Nishnase Minak Misakas Magila below Tisha Minan, Lo Balma Hadain below Balma Dase. Amen, 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 celebrate. Nam <laughs>
No, out of town next Shabbos. You are? Yeah. You're going to be away? We're going to be in Florida. Why? What's next Shabbos? Rabbi Avi's coming. In. Oh, really? Oh, <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that. Oh. So just for the moment. Mazel 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 Mazel